the new Parkway Theater, where good food, diverse entertainment, and community create a place for everyone. For showtimes and special events, check out www.thenewparkway.com. You are listening to High School where real talk are vernacular. So Cincinnati has a, a white punt returner and, and a kickoff returner. Two different people returning punt. That's how I know I got to start saving money, do better saving money. Hey, that's what you said about uh, Bill Belichick, man. He's like, it's like white receivers are underpriced, man. I'm getting all of them. Like, that's when you know the economy like, falling. Somebody closed, like somebody, one of the scouts or whatever, was like, Bill Belichick will, like, would always stay for all the pre draft workouts or whatever. He's like, because scouts are racist. They'll see like a black dude who's like 6'2 and he's fast. He's like, oh, man, we got to get him. But they'll see a white dude. And like he's fast too, but they'll be like, eh, I don't know how he's gonna hold up. That's what I like about Belichick. <laughs> he didn't see color, he just saw ways of cheating. All right, two science articles. Number one was saying how all-nighters can help uh, relieve anxiety and depression. Occasionally staying up all night, working on something, uh, getting very little sleep can help like uh, reduce anxiety in general and reduce your your risk for depression. And so I was like, cool, man. I might have to try that. <laughs> and then the next article I read was about how uh, lack of sleep uh, increases your chance of dementia by 27%. And uh, I wish all these scientists would be in the same room when they deliver this information because I'm starting to get it from one end or another. And I was like, which one do I want? Like, do I want to feel good while I'm here or do I want to not know that I'm here later? Well, well Jerry, that's what I mean, uh, Brandon, that's why I believe in Jesus instead. I don't listen to no scientists. I, you know, I trust God. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Give power to live holy. When I, when I think about life, I think of family, football, Jesus. I think we have a sin problem in the world. It's so easy to say we have a race problem. It's so easy. Oh, we got a sin problem. And I think the answer to our problems is um, exactly where they were for Martin Luther King when he changed the world. Love, peace, education, tolerance of others, Jesus. Hey, what's up, Tim? Seven. Give me Sam. Almost done. I'm almost hold on. I gotta get this food ready. Sorry, I'm taking a while. You know, I gotta warm up dinner myself. You know the economy. You know the economy going bad when white guys are returning punts and playing running backs again. (laughs) Come on, man. I mean, if there's anybody that needs to be on the show this week after Josh Daniels is fired, it's him. Oh, trying to save, trying to save my money. I don't think I. I don't think I texted you this, but you know what, Tim? When I found out it was one o'clock our time, and I was I texted Jared and I texted the group, but I was so tempted, but I was like, I don't want to wake Tim up, even though I know this is the one Jesus. thing that wouldn't make him mad. I said to you guys, man, it was like Christmas morning. I don't think I've been this happy <laughs> in a long time. And then after a little while, I felt kind of guilty about it. You know, I was like, man, that's fucked up. I shouldn't feel that way about another person's job. But then, yeah, so you know. But then, but then, but then I realized, no, nah, he deserved it. So, and, and uh, then you started reading the reports that came out this morning. And you said, "Damn it, I should have wished it earlier." 
<laughs> you heard that? that what he said, told Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce was just trying to say we could change the culture. This was like a meeting earlier. or I don't know. Did they say when this meeting happened, Jared? It happened before the Lions game. Yeah, before the Lions game. Oh, was this was the about- one where like every all the team, the the players and coaches were just like dogging on McDaniels. Is this what, yeah. what we're talking yeah. about? Well, because all Antonio Pierce just talked about his Giants team. He didn't mention anything else. And your boy J- McDaniels took a heart. Told him never to talk about that. Did you ever talk bad about my former team? I still, I did. I I did hear about this actually. Yeah, I think the biggest issue, in my opinion, with McDaniel's is that he doesn't know how to take accountability, and he just like rides his players into the ground about it always being their fault, and then the players are like, "Nah, bro, you're fucking up too, just as much as we are." And he just clearly lost the locker room, and I think today's game against the Giants clearly showed that. Like the the. I don't know if you guys saw the locker room afterwards, but they're like smoking victory cigars and clearly having a lot more fun than they were with McDaniels. And it's like, yeah, you, you can't like beat guys into the ground um, and not let them have fun and just tell them how terrible they are and then never take any accountability yourself. Cause guys are going to be real quick. Like, well, no, fuck you. So yeah. Can't say no, I'm that fine. mad that it happened. Can't say I was that surprised. My only thing that I was mad about is in our pick'em league, I realized I didn't go in and change. I had made my picks before he got fired, so I didn't go in and change. So I was ready to lose him. <laughs> you thought oh, the Raiders were going to lose some changes yes, this early this morning. I changed that Ram game, changed that uh, Even Raider the McDaniel Raiders would have beat the Giants. The Giants are No, bad. No, did you not watch them play against Chicago? I Wait certainly didn't because I haven't watched them play in four weeks. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> is also bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what, but they, and they got whooped on by Chicago too. It wasn't like, a, oh, the they made Chicago like, look lost. good. And the next week, Chicago looked awful. It looked like <laughs> yeah. they didn't have a football team. It made them look like the Dolphins, man. Oh, yeah. It made them look like the Dolphins. Play against dog shit teams look amazing. Play against any playoff team look like an average Joe. Tiger Woo. Tiger Woo. I like <laughs> All right. Well, uh, y'all ready to start the show? Yeah, start it up. Uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the High Score 510 podcast. You can catch us at. Uh, wait, you can catch us. Hold on, y'all. I'm a little high right now. He's got kicked off of so many platforms. It's, I don't know where he catches an OK player. That's all only thing we can make. Uh, <laughs> he catches on blackplanet.com. That's it. That's the only thing still around that we can register Black Planet. You still and, uh, download episodes on LimeWire. <laughs> And Friendster. <laughs> and Friendster. And it takes you can, you it can takes catch a us whole on X. You can catch us on X video. You can catch us on XNXXX.com. <laughs> Red tube. You can catch our videos on Red Tube. It's not pornographic. It's just us doing a podcast because we can't go on anything else anymore. <laughs> the sensibilities are different there. I can imagine the comments uh, on that. <laughs> we just upload our podcast to support site. Dude, dude, you don't understand, Brandon. On oh, S-Bang, Foods, especially around election time, you don't know what videos, what, everything's titled, who they want you to vote for. That's Every now and then you catch a whole real movie on there. You're like, man, who the fuck put Transformers on? Yeah, there? right. <laughs> like, like, like you, you research and you go on the interracial, and all of a sudden Transformers pop up. It was interracial with them black, them two black robots. <laughs> Jive talking robots, bro. Oh, that was so funny. Yeah, one of them had a gold tooth. <laughs> That was crazy. Uh, they don't even uh, eat. Why the hell did a robot have a gold tooth? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but catch us on Instagram, YouTube, and on the Twitter 
at Horcrux Hipster. Also, our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash high school 510 and on TikTok. TikTok. Anywho, still got one? Yeah, it's not been banned. I haven't been as active recently, so that's a, that's a reason not to get banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, they, and they also don't care about U.S. copyright too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, shout out to all the listen- listeners out there. Uh, share us with a friend. And we are here with... Uh, this is AG3 uh, coming at you faster than the shit. I don't know. Uh, uh, damn, I, I I really don't know. Maybe uh, Demi Lovato taking Nurkane. I mean, I don't know what to say, Jared. Just say whatever. Demi Lovato taking Nurkane. Any other celebrities? <laughs> I know it's probably bad to talk about celebrities ODing at Wait. this time, but that's how fast I'm coming. Man, I, I just, Aaron, man, Aaron, I, what is Nurkane, dude? That sounds like a bad drink that I would get. Uh, that's that shit I got at the school, just in case Nathan ODs <laughs> or Norcan. So that one set, uh-huh. Norcan, whatever it's called. Norcan, Farrakhan, Farrakhan, Norcan. I don't know. Is a relief drug or a goddamn Decepticon? I don't know. <laughs> All right, well here's the sound by Darren. Now y'all know we gotta get our op back for talking crazy on the net, right? Yeah. 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 Back for that. I just wanna know y'all ready? Yeah, for sure. ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, right back. I want one of y'all to run into his daughter classroom. She in school right now. Flip the light switch on and off as fast as you can. She got epilepsy. His uncle is homeless. Pull up on him and feed him ten Popeye's biscuits. No bev. His son is in the first grade, and his favorite animal is a squirrel. I want one of y'all to catch a squirrel, wait for his son to get out of school, and then when he sees you outside. Spike the squirrel on the ground. Kill it on impact. His grandma is a Christian. Go outside her house in the middle of the night and play trumpets. She don't think it's the rapture. And then when she walk up to the window, say, you are not chosen. And pull off. His grandpa is a Vietnam veteran. He goes shopping inside Walmart. I want y'all to run up behind him. Then pop a balloon in his ear. Then I want y'all to pull up to an orphanage and play Dear Mama by Tupac on the loudspeakers. Not because it relates to the op. Just because I find it funny. It makes me laugh. After that, I want y'all to break into his house, open up every pack of ramen, take out the seasoning, and fill it back up. He don't deserve flavor. Bro, can we just kill him? <laughs> Gary, you got too much time on your hand. I don't know who had more time on their hands. You watching this or the person making it? Chris sent that. Chris said that shit. <laughs> Chris from Kevin and Chris? <laughs> Kevin and Chris like it's the TV show. show. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they, they like they like a uh, they like a, a discount version of the Cameron and Mace show. That's what they remind me of. Right? They, when they get going online, <laughs> and we'll get to them in a minute. But uh, all right, well, uh, and we are here with hey, it's everybody's favorite um, bad tire truck driver. Um, you know, I just want to say, being gay doesn't make you happy. Jesus. <laughs> we started there today, Pedro. Hey, Tim, I hope you don't have any job interviews coming up. So. <laughs> I do not, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope you don't. We'll be securing the work because <laughs> you will need some time for this to blow over. <laughs> well, just, uh, just a disclaimer we are all allies of all people's LGBTQA plus community. If you're in a healthy community, we don't we don't go for that uh violent community there. <laughs> y'all be raping people. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> God. 
A lot uh, of gays being aggressive lately. Breaking right news: Rape is bad, guys. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we also don't stand in solidarity with any type of uh, non-consensual. Please get the consent to make love, please. Jesus, Pedro. Okay, well, uh, here we go. Here's yourself, my Pedro. Man is forbidden to go down on the woman. The woman is forbidden to go down on the man. <laughs> Man, that girl with that weave ain't never been in church before in her life. Exactly. <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that weave of hers would have caught on fire as soon as she crossed the threshold. <laughs> Pussy in there smelling like dick. Come on, Brady. Man is forbidden to go down on the woman. Ref smelling like dick, too, while she in there. They ain't even got a churchman in her mouth. The woman is forbidden to go down on which, which scripture is that again? You sure that ain't Pedro Church that, I grew up, that, that was up that street from the house? That that might be Pedro Church, a Blaze Ministries. <laughs> and we are here with. Oh, hey, this is Brandon, aka Taco Pablo. Happy to be here on this wonderful, wonderful week. I'm glad I got to dress up as the Raiders coach for Halloween this year. I heard you got fired by your kids right after you did that. Dude, I didn't realize I found out the news while I was walking around trick-or-treating. I had my Raiders hat. I had my headset. I got my play sheet and everything. And I look at my phone. And I was like, Raiders coach fired. I was like, I need to tag the Raiders in this, man. They looking for somebody right now. <laughs> put me out. So you were art shell for Halloween. <laughs> so with, a, with a bed and breakfast playbook. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, got, 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 got a Waffle House menu for a place. Yeah, no there was an old, there was that old Freddy Kitchen menu. Yeah. They had him with the uh, Waffle House menu. Uh, shit. All right. Well, Brandon, uh, uh, here's your sound bite. Hold on. I'm putting my family and friends on notice right now. You guys are a piece of shit for allowing us to happen and not saying nothing. Needless to say, by the date on the picture, I could tell this was the last haircut I ever got before I went bald. Yo, look at that shit. Totally unacceptable. I got the beard and the hair Beijing because I knew it was getting light on the top. I already seen that the roof of the coupe was starting to drop back. I tried to cover it up with the Beijing. That didn't work. Look how far away my hairline is from my eyebrows. That's at least two time zones. Well, well, it's better than uh, James Brown on CBS. Come on, come on, Brandon, man. He was trying. He 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 was having a midlife crisis that you ain't having, my brother. Look at that hairline; still couldn't. Yeah, he thought he imagined his hairline looked like Brandon's. That was a problem. Get <laughs> out here looking like Nino Brown. Got about uh, two more cuts left, man. All right, all right. Well, uh. And we're here with a special guest today, a uh, friend of the show, hasn't been on a while, but via New York and uh, Oakland sports uh, fan and uh, representing with the A's, A's hoodie in New York currently. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. What up, everybody? This is Tim, a.k.a. the Tank God, a.k.a. the homeless Argentinian. Happy to be back. Thanks for having me, you guys. Glad to have you back. <laughs> applause, applause, applause. Wait a minute, you from Mexico? <laughs> Come on, Mr. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Pedro, Pedro thinks Spanish started in Mexico. 
well, this uh, soundbite is fitting for uh, for Tim in this week. They lost it. Let me see it. Look at Adam Schefter. The Raiders free. Bro, oh, free. Oh, my God. Oh, I fly like a free. Fly like an eagle. They free me, Grandma. Crazy thing, he still got a Raiders uh, poster the, in the house. Yeah, I was just about to say, with the Raiders <laughs> in the background. I mean, yeah. you know, thank God it all went downhill from there for that man because <laughs> that was. Well, you got to remember well, I, I, when he did that, like, he basically lost out like on forty million guaranteed dollars because he had to be on the roster on that more day. same day. One more day, one he more had day. just like not done stupid shit. He could have got paid yeah. and then still done something to get kicked off the team. All he had to do was not call Mike Mayock a cracker on the practice field, and he would have been fine. Well, also, Tim, he released Tim. the phone conversation with He uh, was following the, oh, yeah. He was following the James Harden playbook on how to get yourself off a team. <laughs> I don't understand why we still But talking. he's not as good as James Harden. James Harden's a professional at getting off a team. He got, like, four different ways. We're still talking about this man like he had any sense. <laughs> we still to this day talking to this man like he didn't get smacked upside the head by Vontae's Murphy. It was never the same. Never the same. That's true. And my name is Jared, a.k.a. DJ Art, with two T's for a double dose of that tink tink. The D is silent, so it's just Jart. Here's my sound bite. Tell me, say the Dallas Cowboys going to the Super Bowl. Are you smoking dope? <laughs> damn, damn. Hey, uh, Jerry, can I change my 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 cutting my my beginning my intro? I want to change it to uh uh. I want to give props out to um. This is AG three coming faster than uh. Just when Jada Pinkett was giving people with um, alopecia a bad name, taking that taking alopecia down a bad place, especially with all the hair she got on top of her head. She's the only person I know alopecia that somehow show up with a flat top that Pedro used to have and different <laughs> hairstyles and full set of eyebrows. This because she given a bad name. Thank you, Josh Dobbs, for bringing alopecia back to where it's supposed to be. You played well, you scored touchdowns, and you had no eyebrows or eyelashes. To Nigga, this is a cutty corner shout out. This is not, this is not an intro. I'm messing up here. I told you I'm in the wrong place. Okay, sorry, my fault. In news this week, some really hard-hitting news, guys. <laughs> is it real news or the news like Pedro telling, lying and telling all those truckers that he knocked up Maria Taylor? Or is this, or is this one of these things you sent to us to Instagram DMs? I don't know. Uh, it could be. It could be <laughs> one of the many. Are you going to show us a picture of it so then we can know that you really don't have real news or, or we got a real uh, I got, I got you. <laughs> In news this week, college students can rejoice. Cup of noodles redesigned their cup which will make it now microwavable it wasn't microwavable before <laughs> oops this is whack i can't get jiggy with this shit in other news there was one other bit of news i wanted to get to <laughs> anytime i see paul pierce i just laugh because he just looked like he's still drunk he's forever drunk joe smith found out you can't Teach a dog, old dog, new trick. Wait, what's that saying go? You I think you just called her a bitch. I think you just, <laughs> I think you just did. I'm not sure. Oh, Lord. No, no. In a contentious uh, live stream, Joe Smith, the former number one overall pick or his number two overall pick? 
He was number one by the Warriors. He was their number one pick, but is he number two pick that draft? No, nah, he was number one. I can. Number one, oh, Maryland Terrapin, power forward. Joe Smith, they selected him over Stackhouse, which was just like, why would you not just get Stackhouse? Let's go, Stackhouse. Anyways, um, yeah, another great Warriors pick. Yeah, he's the first over, number one overall in 1995. He had a solid career. He had a solid career. But anyways, he found out that his wife has an OnlyFans. Here's how the conversation went. Listen, it's not fucked up. And we're going to, okay, look, so I have an OnlyFans page, and he's mad because he's just now finding out about it. Of course I'm mad I'm just finding out about it. I'm not doing it with anybody but myself, so why should I have to tell you my choice, my body, my body, my fucking choice? Joe, I've been talking to you about mad things. I've been asking for solutions to shit. You're not giving me none, so I created one. That's no solution. Not in my book. You knew, you knew who the fuck I was when you met me. Before, before. Before, before yeah, before. Yeah, I and I that. thought that I would never have to go man, back to anything yeah, like this again. But unfortunately, no, no, no. that's not the case after right that, now. After that, everything's supposed to change. Everything did change. No, no, no. Whew. Uh, <laughs> man, you want to know what goes through my... I'm so cynical about shit like this now. Every time I see a video of someone like doing like a reaction post, I'm like, this has to be the fakest shit ever. Because why would someone's first response be when they're going through marital strife to be like, hold on, let me videotape this, actually. this All of this, this all the time, this feels just like so staged. I'm like, she was probably just trying to promote her OnlyFans and Joe Smith was in on it. Yeah, because it sounded like they need some money. You put that shit out there that you got OnlyFans because the first thing I'm going to do is try to find it. I Googled you <laughs> and I can't find what's her OnlyFans name. And I got her name. I ain't got his her OnlyFans name. What, go on her porn name. Was it Vanessa Penn Darvis or Penn Davis or something? No, like man, that? it was not. No, no, no. That's what I said. <laughs> Penn Darvis. Come on, man. I'm not even going to that one. What? <laughs> you go slander a good name. Penn Darvis. No, that was a porn church going name. She, she wasn't a porn star. She was a stripper, wasn't she? No, porn star. I didn't know this. Time. I changed the. Yeah, I was going. I'm glad you did this because I'm gonna change my whole my whole train of thought from last week. Oh yeah, you're right. He married she's a hundred. She's a hundred percent right. What is? Uh, oh, that's funny. He say this, Tim, because he are him and Brandon argued with me when this first came out. No, they no, no, argued with no. me. I said I had no problem oh, what God. she did. He ain't coming up with solutions to make some money. She had to get some money for the family. I, I said I, I was I was agreeing with her at first. And the only thing I said is that maybe she should have told what was going on, but I didn't know she was a porn star. I thought she was a stripper. Now, if you lay down with a woman... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Just what I thought he was on my side. Her coochie to the whole world and you have a family with her and you argue with her, you in dead wrong. She recorded that. Tim, he recorded that to make sure Joe Smith didn't go upside her head live. That's why I, I believe that was 100% authentic. Joe Smith didn't look like he was a- acting one bit. Joe Smith showed about as much passion in that argument as he did <laughs> yeah, during his playing career. I won't. No, no it's not no, okay. This, I don't think, yeah. I, but that's that's how Joe Smith came Let out me the get room. that rebound. <laughs> like, well, well, that's how he is. The fact he cursed shocked me. He did I seem like he was hurt. That I think it was real. I think he was. I he think was he talking was, to God, somebody else right. in the yeah, background. Yasmin Pendarvis. Did I just say Pendarvis was a good church name last week? <laughs> oh, was that just last <laughs> week when I said yeah. that? 
Uh, no, he just ruined the Pendarvis thing. Pendarvis, uh, no, that came out this week on the news. That's it. That's it. I'm only taking. I'm only taking good wholesome names as porn names. Yeah, she came out. If you want to sign up and enter porn, I got a good name for you. You're gonna be Sister Cal- Teresa Calcutta. <laughs> Joe Smith, your girl belongs to all of us on here. Come on. Here we go. I told you. Here we go. Everybody on here. Everybody on here done seen her get penetrated. What if I've never seen I ain't never seen it. I ain't never seen it. No, you're you're going to. So she belongs to you, Tim, Brandon, Jared. Now that I know her name, I don't know if I can stay away. I can't resist. <laughs> yeah, she just she belongs, she belongs in our spirit because she gave her not for this price, she charging. <laughs> well, she got her to that 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 house no probably six, seven grand, Aaron. Aaron, I, I got one one question for you though. Uh-huh. If this was your wife, you probably would have set up the page for her, wouldn't you? I probably would have and told her how she wasn't doing it right. We could have made more money off of this. Aaron would have been working on the lighting and everything. Like, exactly. Oh, I mean, like, We're going to do this. We're going to do this shit right. We're going to make some money off of this. Aaron got some trips he need to make and a car note he got to finish paying off. These probably have like different director styles. And Aaron needs some walking around money. Get it. There is a darkness inside of me. It wants to get out, wants to walk around. It wants some walking around money and it wants to buy some shoes and it wants to it wants to walk up with the people and say, hey, Gator, don't play no shit. You hear you feel me? Gator never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. <laughs> wants some walking around money and some new shoes. Uh, Gator don't play that shit. Uh-uh. Ain't never hey, been about you, no shit. Can you give me a real title? I need it for my LinkedIn profile, the director of content. Ain't never been about no shit. Whatever we'll make sure we had the real lighting. The vagina. Well, anyways, what do you guys think about uh uh, uh Paul Pierce's wife? Uh, only you mean fan, Joe dude. Smith's wife, dude. Oh, Paul, y'all got me confused. I think Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce, probably uh, private Paul Pierce's girlfriend. You gotta uh, <laughs> Paul Pierce's girlfriend probably already is on OnlyFans. She went on to the uh, uh what is it? Uh, what, what's that show with Cameron and Mace? Oh, they got a show. Yeah, mm-hmm. what is it called? Uh, dog on it. Uh, everybody it here is connected to the internet. We should not. Not have. exactly. Ain't nothing but a thing. Not what you expected. No. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Anybody know? <laughs> Nigga, you have Google. Like <laughs> I am trying to do other things. I can't. I can't multitask right now. Hold on. You don't get on Google well either. Hey Tim, you don't understand. Jared is like the worst Googler in the world. Dude. Like you know. <laughs> Maybe you can find special need videos of rappers and stuff. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> sends them. <laughs> it is, it is what it is. And now, and now, 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 what else have you been doing besides OnlyFans? And what have y'all been going through financially that you felt you had to do this? I've had a bartending service called Cocktail Arrow with Kiss since I've been here. I have um, a moving company called Major Movers and Cleaning. And then I also have a massage business called The Body Rub Babes. Nice. Are the, do the Body Rub Babes travel? Yes, they do. Are you one of the Body Rub Babes? Well, I have been, but now I kind of like kind of nervous to do it. But if I wanted you to be one of my body rub babes, like uh, a 
Would you be a body rub bait for me? That is disrespectful. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. I I don't mean to be a professional or anything like that, but I can't stop looking at your cleavage. It's, it's, you got, yo, your cleavage is popping, babe. No, no, you can leave it how it was, man. You can leave it exactly how it was, man. I, right now, I'm thinking about cleavage and the body rub, babes. But, uh, okay, see, now, now I'm with Tim, man. This all seemed like a setup now. This all seemed like a setup, dude. I'm with Tim now. It's all about us, son. That's right, baby. It belongs to all of us. I can't even. Pedro. I'm going to give me a body rub. Joy, I'm give me a body rub. Bucket naked. <laughs> but hold on. So she said she had a moving company. She got a moving company. Sexy movers. <laughs> That's an LLC. Or did she Dude, it sounds like they don't be moving. They, they scratching your shit all up, man. They probably bought moving trucks so they could film stuff in them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sound it's like they scratching your shit up. You just got to be a degenerate to call them to move your shit. Hey, man, look, right. You well, like she tried to like, she she pair her way through college or some shit, like for real. No, that, that tells me that Joe Smith ain't made no money in the past how many years. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's probably like he has a budget. That's probably what it is. She's like, dude. <laughs> Like, I, we got to pay this mortgage. And that wasn't part groceries. of their marriage agreement. The budget was we not part of your marriage agreement. When he when he convinced her to stop doing porn, he goes, woman, look at all this money I make. I got I got $8 million coming in a year. Then all of a sudden, that shit stopped. I got kids I don't in know. college now. Well, I don't know as much convincing. Like, you got a choice to make. And she they made got that kids choice. In college she now. And he ain't yeah. made a dime. Off, he ain't made a dime off of making a basket in a long and time. And he stick to the budget. He won't have to spend, <laughs> make yeah. another dime. I think. I think the the concern is that you would hope that if you're married, that you know maybe he would have been okay with it if she had. You know, the, I'm starting to think he was okay with it. I'm with Tim, man. This was a plant. I think it was a plant. Maybe. I think it was a plant, man. I think it was a plant. She got all this stuff, so she never stopped being who she was. This was a plant. He knew. conspiracy, brother. He knew. Ain't no way he allowing her to be a rub girl for so long, and then be like, "Oh, you got an OnlyFans? OnlyFans is even better. Just <laughs> that's the goddamn screen." Oh no, I, I, I'm cool with you being rubbing rubbing somebody. You damn, you but... are a registered masseuse, okay? And you stay away from Deshaun wait, Watson, okay? I, I got a I got a question though. You guys really think that she was doing all that stuff, and that nope. this wasn't just like some like Bang Bros infringement moment? I think you know she. I, mean? I think like, everything. I think I've seen all saying. of those categories before at some point. Yep, I don't think she did none of those. I'm with you, Tim. She like, wasn't doing none of that. She just some bang row screenshots. <laughs> Here's me as a mover. He know exactly. I'm gonna give her a lot of credit. She know exactly what to say to make an idiot like Cameron or whichever one. Who was that? One of the diplomats that was there. Cameron. I can't tell him up. One of those mediocre New York rappers. I think she know exactly what to take and what to wear to keep them talking and keeping it going and just getting her more hype. Man, she probably gonna appear up on no jumper next. Tim, you just a couple of face tattoos away from being on no jumper, Tim. You can we can have our own no jumper, me and you. Uh, you gotta have sex with your wife first. No, no, see, that's what Tim got more class than Joe Smith and Adam 22. How you get his name right, but not camera? Oh my god. I... Marcus Jordan is engaged to Larsa Pippen. Yeah, he's talking about just an idiot. Got game, got game, he, and he's on. He, he better off a of Joe Smith wife. Uh, he was on Pablo Torre's show and uh, disclosed that he expects, or he disclosed 
that he plans to have Michael Jordan or asking Michael Jordan to be his best man at his wedding to Larsa Pippen. That's a damn yeah. shame. I ain't never seen no one live off the go, go ahead, play it. Let me before I get my comment. When's the wedding, you guys? It's in the works. This is my uh is my go-to saying right now. You know, I don't think we have like a, a date. We're still talking about locations and how party size and all of that stuff. So it's not really uh concrete yet, but it's it, it'll happen. Do you want your dad to give a toast at your wedding? How does this work? Yeah, you know, look, I was the best man at his wedding, and so and the best man at my brother's wedding, and so obviously we'll keep that tradition going. Is my my thoughts on it? I want in. I want. I, know, I want video cameras there. Now that you know, I've been on the on the housewives in Miami. You know, all the producers are inquiring around. You know, when's the wedding? Are we gonna film it on TV? Yada yada yada. And so that's another thing that we're kind of playing along with is whether or not it'll it will air. What are you leaning towards? Can I be real, y'all? The the twist ending in this whole story is I need Scotty Pippen to be his real dad. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. That's hilarious. When I was young, I used to recycle cans and plastic bottles to buy Nintendo games. <laughs> and all I can say is if you give me let me take her in with that face, I guarantee I'll have Jared, we'll all have PlayStation 5s on this show. <laughs> Well, I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have a traveling PlayStation 5, one for the home. I'll be treating a PlayStation 5. <laughs> and we'll like have a second Switch. controller, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second controller. We'll have it all. Man, man, she had so much plastic in her damn face. We don't need to buy the bundle. We can buy it separate. <laughs> no wonder why my Ford Maverick took so long to come out. They couldn't find all the parts. It was half of them was in her face. Her and the Kardashians. <laughs> I was wondering, Aaron, why she wasn't smiling. And I realized I don't think she's capable of doing that. <laughs> she smiles. She, she only smiles, has a, a couple settings. Uh-huh. It hurts to smile. <laughs> you got you to heat, heat it up first. Uh, my question is, mood. do you guys think Michael Jordan will accept and be the best man at the wedding for his son, who is marrying his former teammate's wife? I think Michael Jordan been at two of her weddings. This will be her second one. He could be her best man, too. This is absolute silliness. This young man, I don't know where he got lost. I, don't, I guess Michael Jordan wasn't home enough <laughs> to make another man, you know, to lead another man. He led all those uh, basketball players, his teammates to championship, but he can't lead his son to common sense. Michael you know, Jordan, I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. You know, his son was probably like a little like around like a almost a teenager when he saw Larsa Pippen and got to knowing her, probably developed a little crush and it's just always after. I mean, how? She looked totally different from when she <laughs> when he was like young. She don't even look like the same person. Yeah, but that's who he sees in his mind is that woman still. Yeah, and it's close enough. Years, right? That was 30 years ago. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, about 25 years ago, 20 years hey, ago. Hey, man, I, I had a crush on my second grade teacher, but that was also 30 years ago. <laughs> we getting old. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus uh, Jordan is not much younger than us. But yeah, so they are getting married. Do you guys think Michael Jordan will accept the offer? This, no, there's you already zero, said it wasn't. Zero percent chance. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's like a 3% chance he actually goes to the way. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Didn't he come out and make some statement? Like, I don't know what the hell my son is doing. Yeah, he did yeah, say something you know, like that's that. That's what I'm saying. He already, he already yeah. said, no, no, I'm not, I'm not in, going to be involved in that. Well, he seemed very optimistic with that cornball, bro- cornball brother of the week. Marcus Jordan. Is he more cornball than our friend AG3, though? I don't know, man. He might be. RG3. 
RG3. I, I know he meant RG3, but you know, you never know with Jared. All right. Uh, here he had a couple more things to say. I think right here. You know, your love is is so real, but you guys also are so intriguing because Jesus. of who you are. So what's the balance there? Obviously, look, I'm, we're very private people, the Jordans, and so <laughs> if it was up to me, I think we wow. would do maybe multiple weddings, one <laughs> private for our family and friends, and then maybe there's one that's a little more public. But uh, you know, I guess time will tell. Like a fox, I guess. <laughs> thing is, we are private people, we so we might people. do a second wedding that will be only for private people. But we gonna definitely sell this shit. <laughs> this is man, the world is crazy, man. He hey, couldn't Joseph. play basketball. He couldn't live up to his daddy's name. He said, "I gotta, I gotta, I got my ticket right now. My golden ticket is to get famous on some goofy ass shit because my wife is on a reality show because of her goofy ass shit and linked to the Kardashians." Man, that, that's that's a weird goal to have. Just let Marcus Jordan know. He already hears this. Like you don't have to get married. Like there's no <laughs> no law exactly that says you have to get married. <laughs> there are people who are completely happy and just never have a wedding. Like that is the thing that you can do. She's trying to get into that Jordan money. She already got that Pippin money and he started losing out and had to sell shit. She's trying to get that Jordan money. Jordan might as well go ahead and make sure, make sure she signed a prenup now. Michael Jordan needs to make sure she signed a prenup for him. Aaron, you said as soon as that Forbes list came out, that's when the news broke. Exactly. It broke and she ready to sign. She like, hey, <laughs> convincing him she's doing everything she could. I swear this all has to do with the backlash from the the last dance documentary. Once uh once Scotty started started talking shit about Michael, his son took it personally and was like, All right, I got something for you. I got something for you. Yeah. This is a great storyline. I ain't got no other talents that nobody knows about. I need to be famous. Man, that whole family just going down the drain. Yeah, Scotty Pippen Jr. on the same team with Malik Beasley. <laughs> he can't talk about. What? Oh, here we go. God damn. Jared likes going to the well a lot. He'll go to the well even when it's coming up nothing but sand. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Is auditioning to play Marcus Jordan in a biopic. He's reading the scene where he asks his father, the real Michael Jordan, to be his best man at his wedding. What will Michael B. Jordan do? Hey, Papa Mike, Papa Air Mike, this me, your real son, Michael B. Jordan. We all know Marcus don't be a Jordan. Especially taking Scotty Pippen leftovers. You ain't never had Pippen leftovers. We don't need us Jordans don't need Scotty Pippen leftovers. Because those are some really leftovers. Those can't even be reheated no more. It's got too much plastic and foil in it. Microwave catch on fire. So Air Pop Papa Air Jordan. Come with the real namesake, Michael B. And I, I you know what? I'm gonna take this legacy off your hands because your son can't handle it. <laughs> Fruitville Avenue, baby. All right. I don't know if that, <laughs> you know, I had someone stop me on the street once. These people were like, oh, yeah, we in town visiting. Uh, we trying to get to Fruitville Avenue to see where that movie was shot at and where, where he got shot at. And I'm like, it's just the BART station, right? And they're like, wait, there's no placard or anything there? I'm like, if they put a placard for every time someone got shot by the police. <laughs> <laughs> 
They were serious, dude. <laughs> that black. Black. I was like, oh shit. There might be a plaque. What should we look? Brandon, you want to look that up? Uh, this is damn plaque at Fruitvale Bar State. Dude. <laughs> I think I, there's a. I think if I remember correctly, there's a mural, right? It probably was a mural that someone painted. I think there was a mural. Flowers on the ground. See, Aaron, you you robbed them people of a chance to go see a nice mural. uh, I told them how to get to the bar station. I mean, the fact that they were rolling suitcases down the street told me enough (laughs) to hold this this conversation too long. (laughs) They hopping off the Greyhound bus. They were coming from the Greyhound station and walking down my street. Enough said. Oh, wow. They're close to the bar station. Chinese food place man, down should, the street. Hey, man, you should, you should, uh, you should be a positive where they need to go because you know, uh, yeah, man, man I was walking my dog, man. That was back when my dog could still walk well, and I was like, nah, you on your own. They were on their own, Brandon. They had two kids <laughs> and suitcases. Uh, all right. Well, there's uh, a certain kind of people you meet that get off the Greyhound bus. He's right. got age. In other news, it's a good week in Las Vegas. I almost said Oakland, but in Oakland too. The Raiders fired Josh McDaniels and some dude named Ziggler and some offensive coordinator I never heard of because he ain't been good enough to get any recognition because offense has been dog shit. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. Replaced him with Antonio Pierce, two-time Super Bowl winning, linebacker for the New York Giants. Anyway, what do you guys think about the Raiders making a massive change at the top? Worth it or another blunder? I'll let Tim start this one. Can it be both? (laughs) They're still still paying them like $90 million, right? So yeah, it's a blunder. Absolutely. The bowl cut didn't come in handy on this one. But at the same time, am I happy? Yeah, like I told you guys earlier, man, it felt like Christmas morning all over again. I haven't been this happy. I can't wait to not see another goddamn visor on the Raiders sideline. Remember what I I told you a couple weeks ago, Tim? Didn't I tell you I was going to break out the, I would have broke out the, uh, Hey man, you gotta you gotta get the projector going. The overhead projector. I told you I would have broke out the Everhead projector for Mark Davis a couple of weeks ago. At least it's something, right? It's something to look forward to. I ain't watched a football game. For the Raiders in about four weeks, at Whoa. least I was able to watch something this week. I, Aaron, I don't know if you remember me texting you this, but when we were, they were going through the coaching hires, I was like, just as long as it's not Josh McDaniel. I remember you said that. Yeah, I remember you said. And I, I to, to, to be completely honest, afterwards, <laughs> just because I want to have faith, I was like, you know what? Maybe that maybe he's figured it out. And I will be honest, Josh McDaniel's at the beginning was was given some good press conferences. <laughs> and it had me believe in for a little bit. And then it took a couple games and I was like, nope, this ain't it. Yeah. What do you guys think Josh McDaniel's legacy will, will be with the Raiders? Come on, the legacy's <laughs> over, dude. What are you talking about Will? Yeah, man, he's just throwing around the L word all willy-nilly like that. <laughs> just throwing it out. He's throwing out the L word like Joe Smith. Why are you talking about love? What will be the characterization <laughs> of his tenure with the Raiders? Well, I mean, we've had a bunch of interim coaches. Three three coaches from now, you'll like <laughs> next season you'll forget he was the coach. You'll be like, really? Josh Daniels was the coach? Uh we go through coaches, man. I think that is that is the thing about the Raiders. Uh so there's no there's no L word. Uh they're just, you know, a bunch of bad moves. Yeah. And hopefully it broke, hopefully it works out to something, man. Cause um Jim Harbaugh's available. Hopefully <laughs> oh. they break it all down. Oh, that is, for sure. That's his Mark Davis' top candidate right now. Oh, Jim I know. Harbaugh and- might be available. 
Harbaugh. He can't go with the splashy hire again. That's my big thing. Davis wants some dude who's got like, like, like Jerry, you were just saying, he wants like some legacy hire. And it's like, dude, just, you never should have let go of Bisaccia. That was no, your first that was, mistake. That was, that was the first mistake. Because the yeah. players loved him. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm at this point where I'm like, if Antonio Pierce at least ends the season strong, just stick it out give, a him, couple another, give yeah. him another year or two. Yeah. yeah, like give him like a yeah. two-year contract and essentially you will have given him like two and a half years to to be something. Yeah. Because, you know, they keep going to the same goddamn well and it just doesn't work. Yeah, well, you can hope that 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 Pierce will be able to build a culture, and I think uh, from reports, the culture in the locker room was 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 starting to become uh, very downtrodden or pessimistic or cynical about their approach and uh, their their you know chances week to week because of whether it's preparation, play calling, or or using players in schemes that they can you know best work for the team. It seemed to be kind of a a castle crumbling in on itself. And a report came out this week that uh, at a players and coaches meeting uh, to try and clear the air, make things better. uh, He let players get up and speak and say what they thought the team needed. Coach Antonio Pierce got up and talked about the team having a certain resolve and resilience and believing that they could beat anybody like the, like they did when they were, when they beat the Patriots in those Super Bowls when nobody expected them to, or they were the underdog. Unfortunately, Josh McDaniel, being a little prick that he is, took offense to that and apparently said, don't you ever talk bad about my daddy and his prostate again. And um, unfortunately, I think that's when Mark Davis realized that this dude don't got it. He probably should have known he didn't got, got it back then with all the other shit he's done. But I think that was it. And then he eventually uh, fired that motherfucker. So what do you guys think was the, the final straw for you when it came to Josh McDaniels? Man, my final straw for me was when he was in Denver and got caught trying to sign, uh, <laughs> recording another team's practice. I was like, why should he should never get a coaching job again? He went from know. one cheating organization to saying, I'm going to try and do what they did because I don't know how to coach good. And the owner fired him right away, said, we do not do this here, and fired him, the old owner uh, of the Denver. I also happened to draft Tim Tebow for y'all. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Blew that he did win a playoff game hit. because Ryan Clark, for some reason, got uh, got that uh, that thing. that got sick of saying couldn't play. Not that Bundy in the game playing playing strong safety. It was basically a linebacker playing strong safety, trying to cover Demarius Thomas. Yeah, that was a rough one. Um, anyways, uh, yeah. Well, any other uh, Tim as a as a diehard Raider fan, and also to you, Brandon, as a diehard, ambiguous, not Raider fan, oh, but still oh, Raider I died fan. as a Raider fan. No, don't be diehard. It's dead. <laughs> what, was the, what, what was the final straw? Where oh, you I got knew? his old hats and. <laughs> And, and your art shell costume, art shell Halloween costume. I got man. Who was the final straw for y'all though? When you were like, no, they just need to fire him. He just needs to go. What was your final straw? Well, for me, yeah, I, the- at, fir- at first I thought it was a good hire. Like, oh, he learned something in Denver. He went back to New England. Like he t- he had the humility to go back to New England. I didn't realize because nobody else wanted him. But then <laughs> I forgot about the Indianapolis thing where he took the job. It's like, no, nah, actually. I'm not gonna take the job. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good hire because I was like, all right, he learned something. He has previous head coaching experience. I didn't want somebody who was never a coach. Uh, but boy, was I wrong. And then, like we were talking a little bit about it before the show started, uh, like that New England stuff only works if you win. Because like a few teams have tried this, right? Like uh, the Chiefs, previous GM, they got uh, with Scott Pioli from New England. He went there. He's like, I'm gonna make a Chiefs way. He hired Romeo Cornell as the head coach. 
didn't yeah. work out. Got players <laughs> shooting themselves in that <laughs> parking lot. I'm not going to blame the GM or the head coach for that person. But <laughs> yeah, that was that was a player shooting himself in front of the GM and coach in the parking lot. I agree, disagree. <laughs> what what sparked that? Yeah, like a few teams have done that. Like, oh, we're going to get the new and the first, and they're going to bring the culture this way. But I think it's such an anomaly being in Boston, and just that team just worked out for so long that you can't really recreate it. Like, there's other teams that you can kind of recreate, and like, there's something about it. That is very specific. Like if you think about the San Francisco and like the sort of West Coast offense, you could put that a lot of different places, but just the culture and the mindset of Bill Belichick and how they play like six different defenses or they change their defensive scheme every week, or they just had Tom Brady for 15 fucking years. <laughs> that, that's how, that's why it worked. Uh, you can't do that with Derek Carr or whoever the fuck, O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell, that big. <laughs> they were all still better than Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I think he lost the team when he signed Brian Hoyer. That's the short in short. <laughs> the team, the team was, lost he lost when, he, when he <laughs> traded, Why when he are we traded going to uh, the tight end. Traded yeah, Waller. That, oh, that uh, was Gives up too. the secret wedding. Tells to, Announces that yeah. he's wedding. Everything. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, I, hey, have you seen Waller play this year, though? It's, it was a good trade. It well, it's the same. It's the same stuff, right? He has his moments, and then he, he gets a hamstring tear, and he's out for four to six weeks. Yeah, he's just a hamstrung guy. But Jared, to answer your question, um, it was the visor that did it for me. <laughs> That's when I knew. I was like, this isn't going to end well. Um, you know, it was them just blowing a lot of really like double digit leads last year. I think it, I was watching Jacksonville last year mm. and they were up by like 20 something points. And I was in Miami at the time and I was like, oh, shit, we're about to beat Jacksonville. Maybe this is the moment where we actually turn it around and are good this year. And then. They just blew it. And I think that was the moment for me where I was like, nope, he's going to lose this locker room real quick. This guy don't got it. Yeah, no, I think for me, his story will be told as the one good thing he did was he helped expedite getting Derek Carr out of here and allowing the Raiders to move on. Yeah, here we go. I think it was time. It was necessary. Like, you knew what you were going to be with Derek Carr. Your mother's dick is bigger than yours. And eventually you got to just trust the process and say, you know, do we want to be average? We're not able to build a team that is like this like dominant team, like Derek Carr needs a really good team around him to be at a level where you could say he could win a Super Bowl. And a lot of quarterbacks are that way. And unfortunately, you give him a certain window. But anyways, give him a little credit on that because my boy Derek Carr, man, you know I love him and I hate him at the same time. Mainly just hate him, but I still love him, Derek, Derek Carr, man. But he lost them for sure with the way he treated the players, did not build any kind of rapport. And honestly, for me, he lost me after he cheated and when he backed out in the 10th hour or 12th hour, whatever hour, last minute to the Colts, he was signed to be the Colts. Like people had changed their jobs, had put in their notification and he's nope, I'm going back to the Patriots or where the fuck he did and left a trail of people like in his wake of him, you know, not following through with his agreement. And uh, yeah, he didn't sign the paper. So he did, but, but the fact that he had gone through the agreements in the process of notifying people and getting other people like that shows you, he's not a, he, he's a very selfish person in many ways. And I'm not saying that we, we all aren't selfish in our own ways, but that is an extreme example um, in a team sport like that in a uh, social economic setting uh, that has this, you know, weight, uh, that NFL and football and sports has in our society for good or for worse, good or bad. That's something that you just affected other people's lives. You know what I'm saying? You affected these players that you were coming to and then not coming to. 
that that was for me. I was like, he should never be coaching again. He's he can be a coordinator, but he should nobody should be wanting to give him a head coaching job. You know the crazy thing about that whole shit, Jared. The more I think about it too, it's it's like Andrew Luck was the quarterback of the Colts at that time, and this was when Andrew Luck was like really ascending into Ooh. everyone thought he was going to be the next generational quarterback. Yeah, so it but it was after as, he as had that shoulder injury. Like, sure, but his his you know what I mean, like his. Yeah. Um, still balling his pedigree or yeah he was you know like people thought he was going to be the next john elway and to be a guy who is like a quarterback guru at least that's what everyone called him right then like the offensive genius that he is to back out of a of a opportunity to play with that level of talent at quarterback right like that is a big head scratcher for me and i think a lot of other teams should have figured that out and yeah it's funny because i was listening to mike florio and i hate mike florio but he had a really good point and he was like no one ever should have given him a job and the thing that he did with indianapolis was he created this sense where everyone was like bidding to get him finally and Mm -hmm. you know of course davis is dumb enough to be like oh well i finally got him i'm gonna reel in the big fish and i'm gonna give him this six-year contract and i'm gonna say he's got he can write his own check basically and, you know, it was really shrewd on on McDaniels' part, except for the fact that he's not a good head coach. Yeah. And he will never be a head coach ever again. And I can say that confidently. No one is ever going to give him a head coaching job. Somebody will be stupid enough. He, can't even make, dude, no he, he doesn't have Brady to go back to. He doesn't have Brady to Seasons. He hasn't, he hasn't been able to make two full seasons in either of his coaching jobs. That I shows agree. you that – he literally like the players not only like didn't want to play for him they like despised him you know that works in college though he's gonna be yeah, boys no, boys like, state head coach i would not i would not be surprised <laughs> if he went down brandon to your point i would not be surprised if he went down and, and was the offensive coordinator for alabama next year that is yeah. true because that's what so a lot of people to jump down. to they all go to be the offensive coordinator and get there and then, and then they use see. the nick saving connection to get a job think about it think about it, how many alcoholics still be bad, and, and perverts down he's there. taking in Just not think about how many perverts he took in lane kiffin he took in uh what's that alcoholic sorry, that sorry, sorry, Keys. Keys. Jack, Keys. wait hold on jack in the pervert jim trestle right now you being reckless you call him a pervert i'm not talking about josh mcdowell's i'm just saying if he's willing to take perverts he could take josh mcdowell he takes perverts and alcoholics and revise and they revive their career because he'll bring in the recruits that will help him and then they'll and then and then you know because nick saban still believes that for him, the innovative passing game is lining up in I formation with a third fullback uh, off to the right. Joshua right? Daniels listens to Creed. There's no way he's connecting with these young players and recruiting them. They, I mean, do you think Nick Saban connects to him? It's not about connecting. No, but Nick Saban got that old white man power. He's like, hey, listen here, boy. I'll get you in here, get you and, in the NFL, and boy. Jo- Your mama they, won't live like Nick no Saban more, won't bring him in to be a recruiter. He'll bring him in just to keep the offense from going back to the Stone Age. It was, see, Josh Nick, Dale's Nick, offense is kind of Stone Ages a uh, little bit. It's still, he, it's more innovative. He's willing to break the rules. So <laughs> Alabama gets a new recruit. Uh, Scott Bakula uh, is going to be uh, Tom Brady. Disguises Scott Bakula from necessary from roughness. Necessary like, roughness. We got this new uh, freshman forty year old. Well, you know what? They bring in someone that looked like Kathy Ireland kicking field goals. I'll watch it. He, the, the problem <laughs> is that he needs Tom Brady. Like Tom Brady. All right, here's the issue, and this is makes me mad. And as much as I'm right on Derek Carr, I have to. 
backpedal a little bit, except for the fact that Tom Brady legitimately only has maybe two Super Bowls because the rest were like cheated or uh, just go. bonehead plays by the other just team. Just keep going. Like literally, we, like terrible, hey, stupid hey, ass plays. He got him. He got him. Every time, every time, make this point. He had to win 19 games before he got to the Super Bowl. Like the rest of the fucking season. Let me get to my point. You guys are some hardcore stands for my boy Tom Beasy. But what I am saying, the fallout of Tom Brady not being the quarterback of the New England Patriots and the coaches that leave him and their track record typically shows that Tom Brady was that good or he was that consistent and that good. I don't know if he was like that good, but he was supremely clutch um, and could make things happen late in games, especially when you needed needed it. So. All hats off to Tom Brady. He did win it. I get it. But like four of those titles were different from bullshit, cheating ass, filming shit, and then motherfucking, why would you throw a quick slant on the goal line when you was running up the ass? And then why would you be over here drop doing a seven-step drop when you up, you in field goal range, all you need to do is hit hit a field goal, put yourself up two scores, like two minutes left, game will be over effectively. You decide to do a seven-step drop with goddamn Matt Ryan, get your Goofy ass, slow ass, Whoa. statue ice, like, statue ice, so stat. talk about football, and then man. now you got a field goal range, and now y'all end up losing the game because they come down to score. What the fuck? Shit. Okay, so anyways, but he did get the other ones, and from what I've seen from Josh McDaniel, from what I've seen from some of uh, what's happening with the Patriots right now, I have to reevaluate, and I do give more credit to Tom Brady, so I'm admitting that, guys. So give me a break, okay? Fuck you guys, all right? Hey, so Tim, who do you think they get next year? Because I think they trade the Rams for McVay. I think McVay wants to get out of L.A. Oh, I think he would love Vegas. Line. I hadn't even and thought about that. He'd I'm have some draft pick. No, dear God, no. The Raiders, but see, the, the only the only problem with that is that the Raiders can't afford to give up draft capital because they don't have young players. I kind of want, you know, my sneaky pick is going to be Dan Quinn, though. That's a guy that I think uh, could you stay away from Daniel Quinn. Okay, he needs wait, to wait, be a defensive Dan coordinator. Qu- Dan Quinn from where? Cowboys. Uh, Seahawks. No, Cowboys the, D coordinator. He used to be the right, uh, Atlanta Falcons. The, Remember when yeah, Kyle they, Shanahan sabotaged his Super Bowl chance by doing a seven fucking step drop on fucking yeah. field goal range, and all you need to do is just run the ball, yes, keep it in field goal Jerry. range. You have one of the you're in a dome. You have one of the most consistent kickers all season. Let him kick Jerry. a fucking forty yard field goal, put you up eleven or whatever. Yeah, eleven. Okay, and they can't come back. But no, you know what I'm saying? Hugo Jones just made a crazy ass catch. He did some Megatron type shit, caught a ball running down the sideline. You know, saying, over PTSD the PTSD from top. Yeah, in, in field goal range. Yes. Yes. And then you're like, hey, you know what we're going to do? I'm Kyle Shanahan. I'm going to do a, a, a play action seven-step drop, and the dude going to come out the edge, and Matt Ryan can't move for shit. But they are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts. Cutty Corner Shoutouts is the segment in the show where everyone gets a chance to rant, complain, or highlight something positive in the world. Cutty Corner shout outs. Cutty Corner shout outs. It's, it's, it's time. We're burning now. God, if you listen, help. So cold and bleeding now, now, now. I'm in for this, man. Gonna let you down. He had sex with my mama. We're I need a back Aaron, 
Do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? I do. You know, I, you know, I always go into the week crafting, curating my Cutty Corner shout out. And then some shit usually happens on Sunday. It makes me change it. My original Cutty Corner shout out was going to be on the WNBA and how a league that needs all the press they could get, how the players are just somehow shunning that press. You know, I was noticing this when I watched the WNBA finals and their players were at a press conference sitting there at the win of the title, trophy on the table. Asia Wilson wouldn't stop cursing. And they're just all WNBA. I don't know if you noticed, but they're really, really mean towards the media. Like It's like they feel like they're against the media. Like Asia Wilson was just cursing and saying like, yeah, well, y'all didn't believe in us. Y'all didn't do. And it's like, dude, you had a super team. Who the fuck didn't believe in you, right? But then I was reading other reports, like the Chicago Sky has like really been worried about their reporters because the the WNBA has been finding their players now because they're like, they won't come out and talk. And then the way they act towards the media, it's like for a league that needs attention, they need to learn how to give the, you know, if you lost, give the sound bite and be done. And if you won, be gracious. And it's not you versus them. The reason why nobody that you weren't getting attention before was because shit, your sport is boring and hard to watch. But anyway, that's not that's my main cutting corner shout outs. I just want to say sometimes the best things are left in the past. And sometimes we have moments and times and when things are great. And it's sort of like if you're a fan of a team that never wins anything, Man, but you I, really like a that terrible team. way to break up with somebody. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is this. <laughs> Plus, what I'm saying is this. Like, for example, if you were fans of the Oakland A's, especially during the Mark Mulder days, you'll always, those teams will always hold a significant place in your heart. Doesn't mean you got to root for the team, especially now they're probably moving, right? They broke everyone's heart. You don't have to root for them anymore. And I, the reason why I brought this up, because Jared, Jared, Jared has really been preaching to me as like he wants one of us to go, that Lauren Hill will be performing, performing in concert out here. When, Jared? On Tuesday uh, in Oakland and then Friday in, on, and, uh, in SF. And I'm like, Jared, is there, I was like, Jared, that concert would be great if somehow it came with the time machine so we could go back to 1999 <laughs> when I first saw Lauren Hill in concert. And she was great. Right. And she was unbelievable. We could go back to them when her album first came out and her first album. If we could go back to that, that's included with the ticket. That would be great. Do I want to see back to perform now? No. And I gave him another sterling sterling example of this was uh, as I woke up this morning, this is this morning when Jared asked me this and I said, it's funny you asked me that. So this morning I was privy to downloading a video of someone who let's just say was a BBC Dodger in the P-World land, right? <laughs> Alexis, Texas. Now, here's the crazy thing. You heard all sorts of stories. I even saw one or a picture of like a boyfriend of hers in the past that she had hidden. She definitely wasn't scared of BBC off screen, but she never did it on screen. I remember that's all we ever thought, this big, pretty, thick white girl. A buxom woman with, with big breasts. Everyone's like, oh, she ever did it on scene. She had her heyday back in when? Early 2000s? So we're talking about like almost 20 years, 15, 20 years ago. It was probably like two, well, early like, 2000s. Like 2008, right? We're talking yeah. about 2008, 2000. Yeah, probably like 2009 to the 12s or 13s. Yeah, that was like her early time. She was in never did never did a scene with the black dude never did it we found out later years later it's all she ever dated the guys in the pro world like she won't do a scene with me but trust me we've had some good nights together right but alexis texas dodger wanted to keep her membership finally came out with the first scene 
her first scene on her own alley fans. I heard she was charging a lot. I don't know. I got the shit for free. Um, <laughs> watched it. Watched it in the middle of my going nuts November, right? November, go nuts November. My go nuts November. Hashtag it. Hashtag excited. it. Hashtag Aaron. Go nuts November. I, I was I was a little disappointed in the scene. And you know why I was disappointed? Because the time has passed. Just like when my boy B plus Taco Pablo there sent me a, a, like an R&B concert poster from out and in there. And he said, all these guys are trying to hide the fact how old they are by wearing oversized coats and, and hats <laughs> and then and sunglasses with the lenses the size of rims. He is right. Their time has passed. I understand you got to make money during your tours. Go hit wherever. Have some old women there cheering for you, throwing big draws or whatever, right? But don't 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 try to tip me and act like this is this is your heyday. Your heyday has passed. Please don't make music music. Just enjoy yourself. Tour, make some money. Sometimes the time just passed. And look, I had a lot of fun in college. I had a lot of fun. We used to play basketball every Friday night. Guess what? I don't play basketball anymore. I can't do it. I probably have a one inch vertical. I don't know because I ain't going to jump to find out because as soon as I do, I'm going to hurt my back. My time has passed. I could do other things now, but not play basketball. Sometimes, Alexis, Texas, your time for fam and BBC has passed. Don't try to make a dollar off of it now. Lauren Hill, please don't cry in your next concert and break mentally break down like you did last time. I hope you got someone there. Hope you got a therapist you could talk to. I hope you don't sing Zion. Just perform the old hits. Have let everyone have a good time and show up. Just show up and show up on time. Don't pull a don't pull a uh what's some girl that used to be part of Groove Theory? A, a Mel LaRue who just shows up three hours late for a concert knowing that the venue only can only stay open for for, for 30 more minutes. Don't pull a Mel LaRue, just perform, have make, give everyone a good time, a good show, and then go home. Lauren Hill has this to say to you, Aaron. Say she's late. She's late to lot. Yo, y'all gonna be out making this blood rise stage every night. Okay. Blood okay. rise. Okay. Rastafari, man. I don't do it. I don't do it because they let me do it. I do it because I stand here in the name of God. And I do it. Okay. Oh, man. If Jesus is born, you'd be late. He wouldn't have been in watches. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, she's crying already. By the way, this is my cutty corner shout out. Thank you for you and Aaron walking all over. I was I've now listened to a Talib Kweli song since he defended her. He was like, he was on his podcast. I used to listen to his podcast, and he was like, Laura Hill does not owe you a show. You bought a ticket in hopes that you'll see her, but if she doesn't show up to the show, like you just get your money back. It's no big deal. And I was like, this nigga here, you don't sell enough <laughs> records to be talking like this <laughs> on your podcast. Maybe I don't owe you a show. He's like, nah, she don't owe you, she don't owe you, she doesn't owe you music. She doesn't owe you her voice. I was like, if you put a fucking poster, <laughs> say you'll be there at o'clock and you and you're charging me. There are certain expectations that I'm gonna have <laughs> about this motherfucking thing. He went on and on about how you know, oh, you know, music, how you know this, I, I, oh, I'm an artist. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. And I was like, well, you don't need to be on a fucking tour telling people you should go come sing somewhere. I'm gonna be honest, that fool overrated too. He's kind of whack, man. 
I know I don't speak for everybody. I'm just not that big on them, man. Yeah, I remember Talib Kweli tried to to coerce Daz Dillinger when he had him on the show. Not Daz, uh, corrupt. Had corrupt on the show try to coerce him into saying, "Well, I know we made some music in the past because he did a podcast with this girl. What was the chick's name?" Don't know. Don't know what podcast it is either. Anyways, um, (laughs) this this podcast is still ranked, ain't it? It's it's like yeah, it's it's up there, and it's he's got a famous podcast just because he's friends with Dave Chappelle. You know, he's carrying them. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. So he tried to coerce corrupt into telling telling uh hey, you know, I know y'all made the music in the past, and you know, I just didn't give you this opportunity. You know, to just kind of clarify what you mean and, you know, clear, you know, clear history up. And Corrupt said, bitches ain't shit, but hoes and tricks. <laughs> and he repeated it. He repeated it three That was times. that famous line. And I said, thank God, Corrupt, you didn't fall for this council culture horseshit. <laughs> he meant it. And if you listen to the definition of it, he said, we, like, he explained himself. He said, and I hate people to explain himself. I, I'm tired of it. Don't explain yourself. That's what the music was back then. That's what we was doing. Shit, you're going to cancel James Brown? No. You're going to cancel, uh, what's his name, Chuck Berry? No. Oh, well, yeah. No. Nope. Uh, I going to say Yeah, y'all Google that. We ain't cancel Israel yet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is how we did things. Brandon, do you have a Cutty Corner shout out? Uh, I got uh, a couple real quick ones. Uh, first one that goes to the WNBA, piggybacking off Aaron. So a podcaster, I'm, really sure, I'm trying to look for his name right now, has offered $1 million of his own money to the WNBA Las Vegas Aces to play an exhibition game against a national high school team of his choosing. <laughs> and he bets $1 million that the high school team will beat the WNBA champions. Damn. Now, this has gotten a little traction online. Nobody from the WNBA has 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 really responded on this, but I think this is the kind of publicity that this kind of money the players should definitely take because he's like, you'll make more money in this game than you will all next season, collectively. And then they started breaking down like all the national or all the state champion teams uh, for high school basketball. He was like, well, give me a team from California. Give me a team from Texas. Give me a team from Florida. Any one of those teams can be the WNBA champions. And I don't think he's, I don't, I don't 100%. It's going to be a lot closer. It's like, there's some, there's some, there's some kids who are very athletic, more athletic is, than is anybody. Mattress Mike coming in on that? Mattress Mike? <laughs> so, yeah, man, I, this one course, the one thing we not get on, and I think my kid, of course, trying to go with them for not trying to maximize on this. Just say, hey, we'll play a high school team, whatever, like, entertain it, like, entertain it. And then if you really think you're, like, a really good product, like, you'll just go beat these kids up. <laughs> All these kids going through puberty probably probably, probably have, have little woodies going, going <laughs> on while you try to get back down in the post. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, gonna put him in a two-minute penalty box with some ice. <laughs> that's something I would like to see. That's kind of fun with sports. I feel like the WNBA takes itself too seriously, where they won't entertain some shit like that. 
Ocho Cinco race the horse one time, like that kind of shit. Like that kind of shit should happen in WNBA. Like just do shit because you'll take yourself seriously. <laughs> you can get some sideshow money. Yes, <laughs> sideshow money. Oh yeah, man, y'all, y'all, y'all already going out to Russia, pimping yourselves out. Yeah, y'all already yeah, you know going to China, pimping yourselves out. Like this is not everybody knows. Like WNBA is not your main money unless you like uh, Hammond making a million dollars a year as a coach. Um, second one, short one. Some TikTok got online talking about she deserves $150,000 a year because she went to college and got a degree in marketing. She says, you know, I deserve it. You know, my I, people are, are not hiring her because she doesn't have any experience. And she's like, my degree is my experience. And I was like, welcome to the real world. Like, you ain't actually had a job. <laughs> so people roast their online. I'm enjoying all the comments on this video, like thoroughly. I go back to it regularly. <laughs> so I'm talking about it. You know, your humanities classes did not prepare you for any job in the world. Like no, there's not a job where your humanities class or your uh or your PE class in college, like there's no job that prepares you. Like unless you're gonna go into that specific thing, like the rest of the college is a bunch of bullshit. I'm just gonna say it out loud right now. <laughs> And and colleges also not prepare you for the corporate uh, sexual harassment and toxic masculinity that runs rampant. So <laughs> it, it, it is, it is. Yes, because it if, is. You get raped, if you get raped on campus, who are you going to talk to? Exactly. <laughs> Who's going to believe you? <laughs> Once again, uh, the high score five one up one up oh, podcast does not condone rape. Brandon said that. <laughs> Brandon said that's what I'm saying. On the way, Brandon. In the way, this is the third time we mentioned rape. I didn't say nothing about rape, nigga. Brandon was straight there. No, you said how you gonna deal with toxic masculinity. I just think about who's that guy, Brock. What was that dude from Stanford? Stanford swimming. Yeah, remember that dude. Well, he's too delicate to be in jail. Ruin his future. Thank you, Judge. Those are my two kind of core shout outs, man. Like college is not it's not real experience unless you unless you go pre-med. You get be an intern somewhere. That's that's real work experience. Like but the fact that you got an A in biology when I'm hiring you for marketing doesn't really doesn't really help us here, right? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really help us. Please go make a job. I always thought people going to college was what was a waste of time. I mean, you go for the experience, and when well, when it was affordable, it wasn't so much a waste of time. I remember CC College; it was like nine dollars a unit. It was, yeah, it was nice back then. <laughs> a big part of uh, of college, to some degree, especially in certain realms, is like, are you willing to put in the work and train yourself to like what but, it takes to do, to do work yes, for projects? Because a lot of yeah. work that you end up getting into will be project based, and it's a, it's another way of weeding people out for. It's not it doesn't mean that because you go to college you're going to be more prepared for a certain job than other people it just it's a way of proving that you have the capacity to make it through this other system of education maybe you're more specialized afterwards or more knowledgeable but the what? thing is, is that you know saying you sh you show the ability to persevere through the 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 time that it takes to get through that where some people there's a lot of people who can't do that and some some people figure out find ways to work and still work some people can't and they struggle with that shit. Some people are just ignorant yeah. as fuck too, though. So I'm not saying everyone <laughs> that goes to college is hella smart. But here's the so like I it blew my mind one time. The first college graduation I went to uh was in Cal. And there was like 10,000 motherfuckers graduating. And you know what? That shit happens every year at every fucking college. Like college degree doesn't necessarily differentiate you in any way, any real way. Like mm -hmm. if you're a doctor, hey, you should probably go to school for that, man. You want to be a lawyer? 
I'll be going to school for that. <laughs> you're an engineer, you're science, probably go to school for that. But if you want to be like landscape design, hey man, like you just need to get an internship, homie. Like you don't need to spend two hundred thousand dollars for that. You, there's a bunch of stuff like that that don't that doesn't make any sense. College is like a privilege that you can hopefully in the four years, which a lot of people still don't figure out what it is that you actually want to pursue as a career. No, no, you um, don't pay two hundred thousand dollars to figure out what you want to do. Man. Well, a lot of people, a lot of people, <laughs> it's way too high But you look that at the shit. numbers. The, there's more people that change their initial uh, major than that than don't. Right? There's. It's just like most people that go to college end up changing their major at some point when they also realize you know it's another way of you figuring out what you're actually interested in or or what actually like kind of drives you or yeah it, and it is a privilege because you can pursue the knowledge base that you more so want to learn about and even further in grad school so it is a privilege but it's it, it, it's a filtering system it's just like you know you have some people go through this long application process you get the riffraff out of there or the people yeah. typically that can't get through that that layer are people that are probably not going to mesh with what you need from them consistently or you know to be able to like manage their way through something in this job, typically there is race and culture and language shit that kind of gets ignored at times, which is unfortunate. But um, yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that uh, college college has some benefits. Also, it can help you if you take just like some humanities classes and some like just like you know politics classes a little bit and just some some sociology classes. You'll learn how to do a little thing called critical thinking. Yes. Um, and deductive reasoning and um scientific method and just like those couple like things just compounded just together yeah, help yeah, you help yeah, you just yeah. like not fall for every conspiracy or just like think that like yeah, just exactly. be wildly outlandish where like you don't like, i don't know i'm just saying i'm just saying there's a lot of lack of critical thinking and so it is what it is it is most people that that, that don't learn that most of your it's the reason why a lot of the red and Republican people fall for all the false narratives and all that, because it's like, you know, when you go to college, you learn what research is. You learn you have to prove you have to have you have to cite all your resources for every piper you write. Right. You you will fail it if you don't. You can't just make claims that you can't that you can't prove or cite. Right. And, and, and then you learn. Well, Trump University, yeah, they man. wouldn't. You might not get a diploma though, either. So. That, that's 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 also a Fauci. No, you, 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 you get you get your diploma at Trump University. <laughs> it just ain't worth nothing. <laughs> you showed up for a two-hour seminar on a Saturday in November. Here's your diploma <laughs> at the Trump at the Trump Tower. You yeah, get all true. your classes. At the it Trump was in Tower a ballroom at the ballroom. Trump Tower. Two-hour intensive course. <laughs> You paid your three thousand dollars, and you get your Trump University diploma. All you, all you can eat Big Macs at ceremony. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna see. change my Cutty Cutter shout out to that. That's one thing too. Uh, all right, Pedro, Pedro, right there. Do you a have quick, a Cutty Corner shout yeah, out? Yeah, a quick one to people. This that I heard this on Breakfast Club, and I said, you know what? He's right. I've never heard of anybody going to a seminar coming out rich. Everybody, I guess they were talking about the DJ Envy thing with the the home the the home market flipping they was doing in New Jersey that was fake, and uh, but I got a friend that keeps keeps wanting to do these seminars. We all got friends, okay. <laughs> they keep wanting to go to these seminars with no proof of income. No, none of the none of the speakers. All the speakers have all their their keynotes. Or have their keynote speakers and have all the reps there. All of them are rich, but nobody ever went to the, you never hear about the story about, hey, I did this class and I'm a millionaire. 
Never heard of it. Mm. Never heard of it. So cut it out with these seminars, people. My dad used to do that. Guys, that's what my dad used to do. He used to get people out of their money, go to those uh the freaky deaky seminars, uh, like they used to say in Living Color. You learn how to make a, a sex tape. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, they, that's fake. That's fake money. Nobody can prove, you know, no, if it's not mm-hmm. a bunch of people out there successful, man, no, no, right. prime America, yeah. all that. No, all fake. Right. Well, I mean, they pray on what you don't know, right? Because like, yeah. uh, well, because one of those things like, oh, you're going to make me a millionaire. Like you right. found this way to make all this money on houses, and you tell me about it. Like, why the fuck do you need me? <laughs> hey man, just take my class. Hey, now they getting they getting reasonable, man. Hey, you can take I, my class for ten dollars online. Hey man, I, I I love y'all, but if I found a way to make millions of dollars sitting on my couch, y'all be the last motherfuckers I tell. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forgot this way. It's working for me. So I get to my numbers. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna take my take my good ideas. Anyways, second corner, second cutting quarter shout out. Jerry, go ahead and bring up Lauren Hill again. This hoe right here. I hate Come to on. say this. This hoe. This, <laughs> this is the hoe. reason why black women can't get ahead because these goddamn excuses. Go ahead and play that. Yo, play that again. I'm making this blood run stage every night. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Go ahead and tell black women to be late to everything. Go ahead and tell them to be irresponsible, Lord. Here, go ahead. Yes, in the name of Jesus, be late. Yeah, name of God, be late, Lord. Yeah. Tell all the black women just be not be on time. Be responsible. Don't pay your band members. Shout out to Robert Glasper. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. You don't have to do this, black woman. The same same reason why hoes go to church every weekend. You know? Yeah, yeah, man. I don't I don't fuck Tony and I don't fuck Tremaine. And and I don't know who the baby daddy is, but God forgives me. Come on, man. God forgives me. He wears the blue face talking about his mama. Hey, man, this is, and Lauryn Hill made one of the best albums I ever heard, that we have yep. ever heard Yep. in our lifetime. Yep, I And agree. then she come up with that excuse, like, well, y'all don't want me to make it. Bitch, you probably couldn't get to the studio on time to make another album. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, my Cutty Corner shout-out goes out to... Uh... Antonio Pierce, the new Raiders head coach, he had this to say at his uh, opening press conference. The short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with N.W.A. talking straight out of Compton, rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Yeah, Antonio Pierce representing NWA in Compton, California. It was somewhat inspiring, but it was, you know, it's also one of those things where, you know, you're like, uh, oh, 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 hold on. Kobe. Michael B. Jordan. 
is auditioning to play Antonio Pierce in a biopic. He's auditioning from the scene where Antonio Pierce does his opening press conference for the Raiders. What will Michael B. Jordan do? Hey, quiet pups. I'm from Compton. I've been to Compton. I've been a Raider for life. I was born to be a Raider. I listen to NWA. I I, I listen to Ice-T. I listened to King Pumo D. I knew what was up. I listened to Nipsey Hussle growing up. That's how I became a Raider. I've been ready to be a Raider. I've been born to be a Raider. Quiet, Puffs. I'm a Raider. I've been ready to be a Raider. I told you. I knew I was a Raider. I knew I was a Raider since I got off of Fruitvale Station. I've been, no, there's no Raider bigger than me. You can see the Coliseum from Fruitvale Station. That's how you know I'm a Raider. Good active. Wakanda forever, auntie. I went up to baby Al Davis and said, listen up, baby Al. I'm going to take this coaching off your hands. That's right. That's good acting. <laughs> He's going to win right. a Tony. He's going to win a Tony for that. He's going to get an EGOT. All right. Well, the only uh, thing that could have made that better is playing some Meek Mill in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Can we do that with our with our site. Oh shit! Yeah, let's uh, sure. Let's do it. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah, make money with this podcast. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna that's right around the corner. <laughs> Mine too. But Pedro over here scaring away every chick to open up her that that might be on OnlyFans. Man, he losing us all. He losing us all the Bud Light money every week. Every week he say something, we don't get Bud Light money anymore. <laughs> Pedro doing that. Jared over here getting us kicked off every platform. With every game show he come up with. Uh, don't worry. Oh, it is November, and that means Thanksgiving is right it. around the corner. Oh, thank God you no. said that. I thought he was going to say something stupider than that. Oh, it is oh, still like, pumpkin November? spice season. Yep, exactly, Brandon. Uh, and, oh, in observance hey, of no nut November, has everyone, has anyone broken the seal? That shit got ruined by like 1230. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Dad, Wait, when, what day was the first day of November? Uh, about today. It's is only the fifth, man. Fifth, yeah. So, oh, uh, then I ruined that. Wednesday. Times I Wednesday. ruined that shit solo with people, <laughs> both, both, all of it. I mean, this, this shit. No, not November. Probably in a couple. You wait a couple of weeks. I might. Like, who knows who I might like, else? It might be an alien in there. A third <laughs> sex. Whoever. Uh, <laughs> uh, shit. Aaron might be disheveled. Dick December. If he keeps going at this, it's pace. gonna be the opposite. Exactly. <laughs> gonna be dried out December by the time I get to. <laughs> Dry it out November. Yo, dick gonna be looking like Dennis Rodman currently do. Yeah, man. Just, just call my dick Paul Pierce. By by, by December, I'm just gonna be, by December, I'm gonna be pulling rope. <laughs> he done fucked it raw. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look like he's trying to push war, uh, trying to trying to push yarn through a goddamn uh through a through uh, a goddamn water hose. All right. Well, uh, in other news. You ever tried to uh restring like your sweats? That's what it look, it look like come the end of November. Like I'm trying to ring string sweats. 
<laughs> I do the opposite of November. I go nuts in November. I get I get a week off for Thanksgiving. Go too. nuts. Oh, yeah. November. Go nuts mm-hmm. November. Go yeah, nuts let's start November. a new movement. Hashtag go nuts November. Go nuts November. Hashtag How many can show? you get off? I'm drinking protein shakes. I took I drank two protein shakes today. That's how much I've been going at it. <clears throat> Had to do protein shakes, drinking up eating a bunch of yogurt. <laughs> got got a Costco size Pedialyte. Dude, I went to Costco and bought my first ever Costco chicken. I got, I got, I got. I mean, I got a protein. I must be, t- I must be intaking about three hundred grams of protein. I don't know much about crack, but it seems like a lot of crack. It seems like uh, a real lot of crack to make up for this 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 going nuts November. All right, well, you get you one of them giant pineapples. Yeah, just go ahead, just keep. It takes some supplements too. Um, all right. Well, uh, in I other news, to. I have to get some deer antler spray. 